What? Tea with Alice. You expect banks to betray you and break your heart. Oh, okay. Whereas people, it's always a surprise. So are they trying to take away that expectation? I don't know what the expectation is. So you're is. surprised when you get fucked? Like, oh, the bank's fucking me. No, everyone knows that never... that's what's going to happen. But is that what they're trying to do? Like, take away the... I just prefer they were honest about it. Like, yeah. don't lie to me. Yes. Just say, I mean, don't be anything other than a bank and be a good bank. Don't try to be my friend because then it's a worse betrayal when you just turn out to be a bank. Cool. Imagine if you had a friend and they turned out to be a bank. Like, you imagine if you had Steve? a friend. Like you, you Is start, that you compounding interest in there? You, yeah, you meet someone on eHarmony yeah. and they're like, oh, I have all these likes and dislikes that match with your likes and dislikes. And, and then you're like... They oh. send you little, you know, whatever it is eHarmony does, kisses or... You know what would be more depressing? If you found out they were a credit union. You'd be like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> That's even worse than I being know. a bank. Just a bunch of people putting your money together. It's like getting catfished by a corporation is yeah. so much worse than getting catfished by a fat trucker. I don't know. <laughs> a bank doesn't have, like, things that they'll put in me once they drug me at that truck stop and drag me into the back of their pickup truck. No, but they'll just... Uh, give you a mortgage <laughs> which is the, basically the same as putting things inside you well in terms of that you after forever. they drug you and put you back in their pickup truck yeah. like you know if you go through a traumatic experience you never get out and if you go into a mortgage you never get out yeah i suppose like one night of horrible horrible sexual molestation from a fat trucker that has tricked you into meeting them in a dark alley after slowly romancing you over months and sending you expensive gifts is slightly better than a 40-year debt spiral. Well, it depends. <laughs> I don't think we can talk about... Uh, and living your life according to interest rates, rises and falls. Well, I don't think we can trivialise rape like that, but uh, <laughs> uh, it is a metaphor. People use rape as a metaphor for corporations a lot because it is mm. this thing where you're like, you you have no free will in There's the no system. There's, There's no consent. There's definitely no consent. Or it's even worse than that. It's the kind of awful grey area rape kind of thing where... Uh, no, grey area rape? Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't mean. think rape's there's got a grey area. I think it, you're either raped or you're not raped. No, there's these horrible things that happen where people are drunk and they're both drunk oh. and then there's like it's all messy and then it's rape or it's not rape and no one knows really what's going on. Those are the worst because they yeah. fucking eat away at your mind and your psychology and you don't know what happened. And, yeah. you know, the, as you say, there's either rape or there's not rape. But no, then that's my kind of view on that. I kind of. Yeah, but that's a, that's a simplistic this... view. Like, that's a really, like, that's an easy... A lot easy... of things are grey. I agree with you. Yeah, so this is the problem, comes... is that for people who think that rape is only getting held up in an alleyway mm. by, with a knife... They're forgetting about banks. <laughs> they're forgetting about all these, like, fucked up things where you're in a relationship with someone and then they, you know, don't take no for an answer and then, oh, but you love them. And, you know, all of mm. those things are way more insidious and pervasive. At least if there's, like, some kind of horrible trauma, you know who the bad guy is and you know who the good guy is and you don't have this thing where you're, like, mm. in a social circle with them and this is getting heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy last night tell me my eyes were like a snake. Like a what? Mm. He meant sort of intense animal, and then he settled on eagle after I he said... He meant intense animal? and Wait, wait. So you, I feel like I'm missing, like... 
So there's a guy Some evolutionary and he was talking about here. how intense my eyes are. Yeah, and he said they're an eagle And snake. he said that he started he started by saying that they're really snake intense. Eagle. Yeah. They're intense eyes, like some sort of animal, like a snake. And I was like, snake is not a good thing. And so he moved his metaphor to an eagle, which I was like, I'm more okay with an eagle than a snake. You're the only person that qualifies compliments. What do you mean? Well, no, I'm just trying to help. You know, he wanted to give me a compliment. Trying to help him but make it was me a non fun Yeah, well, he was obviously he wanted to make me feel good. Uh, um, did he, or was he insulting you? He wasn't trying Your to insult me. eyes are like me. a snake. No, he wasn't. Doesn't See, sound like a thing. compliment to me, really. So he said my eyes were like a snake, and I said, did you mean that as a compliment or an insult? Ah. Because I want to help, you know. Oh, if he okay. wants an insult, I can help him make yeah. it a better insult, and if he wants to compliment me, I can help him, because I know my weak spots. If he wants to insult me, I can yeah. tell him, eyes are not the way to go. Go for some of my, like, weak spots, like, you yeah. know, body image. Or... Your knees. I always find knees gross. <laughs> my mum always used to apologise to me for my knees. Because she has bad, allegedly. She has bad knees and she gave you bad knees. Yeah, but I don't. Knees are gross. You can't have bad knees because all knees are bad. Knees are the most disgusting part of a woman. I never had an insecurity about my knees. You should, because knees are gross. So the trick with with insults, if he had wanted to insult me, is to go for something that's actually a weakness. No, not the knees. What if he complimented your knees? For me, it would be something like you have a. a, a weirdly wide head, or um, a weirdly wide people head. Uh, respect you, but they don't really like you as a person. You know, uh, all of those things would actually go to the core of my being. So if he'd wanted to insult me, the snake eyes thing, not a good compliment, yeah. not a good insult he did, either. Called, but he was a little drunk, but he was yeah. trying to give a compliment, so, so I helped some? him. He got some, didn't he? he I tried he got to some help with him. Snake eagle compliment. Well, you know, I helped him to do all the chat up lines. I was like, what are you trying to say? Because that's not going to get me into bed. You yourself. <laughs> Did you tune yourself? No. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be so you good. You slowly know what you meant to say. Yeah, but I'm not going to teach him how to neg me because negging yeah. is like so passe. We all know about negging now. Like if you're yeah. trying to neg me, I'll know what you're doing. Ah. Uh, you have to be more subtle about it. I got caught out on a neg once. Yeah? I didn't know I was negging, but apparently I was negging, right? And then she's like, are you trying to neg me? And I was like, what's a neg? Right, and then she's going, um, "Oh, it's from this book, The Game." And so she was helping you to tune her as well. Yes, she was. What is with these women, China? Well, like, you know, we- these, these guys are so bad that we need like to be tutored through our <laughs> feeble pickup attempts. Allow me to help you manipulate me. <laughs> <laughs> So what what are we ranting about this week? This week, uh, the banks trying to be your friend. Banks. So I've got mm. my rant here. Um, I want banks to stop trying to be my friend because uh, I don't like what it says about me. It's like getting asked out on a date by that 68-year-old guy in the ankle-length leather jacket and tracksuits <laughs> with the food stains and those transition lenses. Oddly accurate, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, when you get... Like, it's not that I think I'm great, but what makes you think I'm open to that? Do I look that insecure? <laughs> like, I don't think I'm that great, but I think I'm better than being besties with a corporation. Slightly better, yeah. Slightly better. <laughs> Thanks. Negging? Uh, every bank is offering services in this weird, creepily, intimate, friendly way. And I don't think it's just me. I don't think I'm the special one. But I think banks keep trying to be more and more friendly, and it's freaking me out. It's like being hugged by a giant snake with leprosy. <laughs> it, seem, it seems like every advertisement for a bank is like 90% made up of a bank desperately trying to drag its image away from the very idea of being a bank. They're like, hey, we're not like other banks. Other banks are like cartoon banks. Bad guys, we don't wear suits, we all wear onesies. Whoa! <laughs> We're on your side. Uh, there's one that's like got a 
puppet horse for a spokesperson. It's all like, oh, we don't have security guards. We just have a ball pit and an obstacle course. Like it's, <laughs> don't, you know, in one big bank, tellers are now called listeners. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, and there's a campaign that. that's offering financial services with the catchphrase, the big banks will hate it, which would be fine if they were not a big <laughs> bank. <laughs> and the Commonwealth Bank's new app is called Kaching. Uh, it's like so hipster friendly. It's sweet. like they're a pal who just wants to buy you a latte and they're not actually responsible for managing all the money you have in the world. Yeah. I just, I, it's like, oh, it's so gross. Like, ka-ching, money's so cute and cartoony, like those dollar signs in the eyes of Scrooge McDuck. The desperate scrabble of consumer competition isn't soul-destroying at all. Ka-ching, it's a phone app. <laughs> I don't like it. I think... You know, if I was going to talk to banks, I'd be like, hey, banks, now we're friends. I feel like we can be honest with one another. <laughs> it's just not a good look. Looking this whole, into my eyes yeah, while you say this. Yeah. It's just not a good look um, trying not being a bank because it, it doesn't fool anyone. You, you know, you just look like a an old guy in a toupee. <laughs> like, people respect you less for pretending not to mm. be a bank. Everyone can see the truth. And, like, I get it, you're trying to rebuild your PR because you lost a lot of credit with the whole GFC of, like, yeah. My ooh, bad. yeah, ruined everyone's <laughs> lives uh, yeah. for about 10 years. But they I just, <laughs> like, I know they need to get it together or but the whole the, the the solution is not the nuclear option the solution is not to destroy the idea of the banks they just need to put some effort into rehabilitating the banking industry as a okay. whole um because i don't want my bank to be my friend i want my bank to be my bank <laughs> i don't trust my friends with my money not because they're not <laughs> trustworthy but because hey. they're not yeah. a giant institution with okay. a strong economic imperative that revolves entirely around preserving and growing my money yeah. I don't catch up with my friends for a cup of tea and a cheeky mortgage repayment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, the more they want, more they want to be my friends, the less I'm likely to trust them with my money. And yeah. at the moment, even if they're just trying to be a bank, I'm not likely to trust them with my money. But I don't want them to <laughs> respond to my fear about their corporate ethics with a promise to be friendly. Mm. I want, I don't want a cheese plate and a hug. I want them to work on incentivizing integrity in their high-level employees and to run their business with the kind of moral guidelines that constitute best business practice and reliable long-term fiscal responsibility. I don't care if they remember my birthday, <laughs> 7th of January. Um, I'll note it. Good. You you should notice my yeah. bank, and it's not just banks. It's all businesses. All businesses at the moment are trying to be like they're trying to be friendly. They're trying to get you on social media and like make you like yeah, things. Like, and, like my bank. I'm not going to like my bank. No, it's because I mean, it's again like you are your who your friends are reflects on who you are. Mm. So what does it say? if a toilet cleaning product wants me to be its friend on Facebook, what does that say about me? You know, and, and if you're, you know, if you're a product, you don't have to have a life outside your work. You can just be the product. But all these products are like, oh, we have to have a personality and all the PR manuals are like, yeah. oh, you have to keep tweeting and keep like sending out things. If you're a range of biscuits, you don't need a personality. No, it doesn't make you more delicious to oh. like cat memes and like pretend fictionally like rock climbing on the weekends. <laughs> you just have to be as delicious as possible and I don't think it's really their fault like of course because social media is cheap it's easy to do and if they can manage to make somebody feel like a genuine emotional attachment to a kitchen sponge that is like <laughs> all power to them but it does say bad things about us that we're willing to like accept this because it says like that our performance of friendship 
or that you know that they can get away with this kind of box ticking cat memeing parasitic behavior is because <laughs> our <Yeah>. representation <laughs> of friendship is so shallow and facile that it can be hollowly replicated by cynical PR robots without oh. any discernible difference in quality. <laughs> That's so sad. It's true, though. (laughs) It is true. Friendship on the internet is just a performance. It's just become a performance. It's like minimum investment, maximum return. Why would I spend an hour talking about my insecurities to one good friend when I I can express them to a thousand people by begging 50 acquaintances to give me a thumbs up on a picture of my face with a hint of boobs from above in a bathroom? Like, it's just, it's so much more efficient. (laughs) And it's all, you know, it's all stripped of nuance. Mm. You know, what do we? What does anything mean? If someone pokes me on Facebook, I don't know if they have sweaty fingers or not. <laughs> That's important information for it how is. I interpret it is. that. Yeah. And it's like I do it too. I'd so much rather send a text telling someone how much I miss them than actually spend time catching up with them for a coffee. <laughs> like I've just like keep the keep the friendship on neutral, keep it going. They still sort of like me. And I can just put a little bit like a little bit in the leg. tank, a little bit of fish food in. I, you know, <laughs> everyone fish feels vaguely. Friendly towards me. It's like you're yeah. the person who stands at the edge of the lift and just winks at everybody. You know? And it's yeah. just everything. I've become this kind of stripped of nuance person and I, I don't like it. And it's, but it's true. And I, I don't, I just don't think it's an excuse to accept a friendship request from a kitchen sponge, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, companies can do it and it's their job to. You know, perform this artificial friendship. Their not their job isn't to have feelings; it's to pretend to have feelings so that we like them, right? Yeah. But our job is to be able to tell the difference between a brand and a person. And to do that, we need to be able to tell the difference between ourselves and our brand. Like you, you do this thing where you sell yourself on social media, you present yourself in this particular way. We need to kind of take a step back from that so we can actually figure mm. out why we're doing it and whether we're an economy of attention or whether we're actually a group of people functioning in a society. Because, <laughs> you know, it could be that we're neither or it could be that we're both. But I think we're just sliding into it just out of convenience's sake without thinking and validating ourselves by these like how many likes you get on something because it doesn't mean anything like yeah. it really means nothing <laughs> you know it's not connected to any Aww. sterling currency there's not a, a vault of gold that it's is totally. worth at all like you don't even <laughs> attached to a bitcoin it's it's obviously it's valuable or it feels valuable but as liking or being noticed is mm. not a commodity and we're not commodities, and I mean, we obviously are, or we're trying to be. I don't <laughs> yeah. like it, and I don't think we should be. That's the end of the rant. Oh man, you remember when Facebook first started? Mm. I just liked everything, and then I was just, and now I'm so picky with my likes. Yeah, like, as though they're they, not worth of, anything. They're not worth a thing, are they? No, they're not worth a thing. I could honestly like and make. 500 odd of my friends feel great about their day all the time but then I'm worried they're like that it will devalue your liking Sean likes everything yeah Sean likes everything it's like he smiles at everyone it's like it's like he's trying to make me feel good by saying that he noticed me for like a split second of his day (laughs) what a weirdo but what's the value of it nothing and so and that's it literally takes like I'm pretty sure I could like write a program or something well not me but like someone could write a program just to like like everything anyone ever posts, and well, it would I think take that would be seconds. a good thing. Like, I think that would be a good culture jam, so that people yeah. are, would have to rethink why like, it makes them feel good. Basically, what you want to do is is do what the US is doing and just print heaps of money, 
print likes. Yeah. Like, and just so, fly, so they'll to, decrease in value and no one will like it'll anything It'll be like anymore. whatever that bucket's your Ultra inflation. full of, yeah. of cash. Yeah. Taking it out Happened of the street. Happened to Brazil just, too yeah, at one I point. Liked, Ultra inflation. Just nuts. And like, how people, instead of being like, hey, did you like my status? It's like, I liked your status a thousand, thousand times. times. <laughs> 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 if I think it's good that you can't like likes because sometimes oh, I feel like, you endless. know, it would be an endless cycle. Like somebody, you know, you've got a bit of crush on a guy. He likes your status. You I mean, like you that like he liked your status. He no, likes I like it. Now you like it. Now you like it. Now you hang up. You've been listening to Tea with Alice and Shawn Michaels. Why not subscribe? <laughs>